It's Thursday, March 17th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Great to be with you again today. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. Hope you are enjoying uh, your time this morning, this afternoon, this evening. Uh, however, you if you celebrate it, probably some soda bread, right? That's what a lot of people like to make soda bread around here. And uh, pretty sure Chicago turned one of their rivers green again. Gotta love it. St. Patrick's Day, a fun day filled with green things. If you have kids, make sure they're wearing green. Otherwise, they're going to go to school and they're going to get pinched mercilessly. At least that's how it was when I grew up. Maybe they're not doing that anymore. But uh, great to be with you today. We are going back to 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2, and we're going to be in verse 10 today. But I'm going to read a couple different verses for us. I'm going to start back in verse 8 so we get the whole thought. 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 8. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. It's a remarkable statement here that Paul makes. He's willing to endure suffering for the sake of the elect, for the sake of others. It really is remarkable because we've heard, um, we've heard Paul talk about suffering for Christ, but now he's saying, therefore, I endure suffering, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. There's an interesting correlation here between Paul's suffering and the salvation of the elect. Now, it begs a question, right? Does Paul see his suffering as the same as Jesus' suffering? It's what it looks like on the surface. I'm enduring everything for the sake of the elect that they might obtain the salvation that's in Christ Jesus. That through my suffering, they may be saved in Christ. I don't think that's what he's saying at all. I don't think he's trying to equate his suffering with Jesus' suffering. I think what he is trying to do is highlight a couple of important truths about the Christian life. First, everything about our life is lived not only for God, but for others. We live with others on our hearts and minds. So as we go through our daily lives, we're not only thinking, how does this honor my heavenly father? How does this glorify Christ? How does this uh, fall in step with the Holy Spirit? We're also thinking to ourselves, how does my uh, living for Christ benefit others? How does it help other people to see Christ? Right? There's, a, there's a way in which our good works, our living out the faith, draws people to Christ through us. I endure everything for the sake of the elect that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. We become a conduit through our good works of drawing people towards Jesus. And as we do, we are presented with opportunities to proclaim the gospel. You see, for Paul, to live is Christ, to die is gain. He knows that when he dies, he gets to be with Christ for eternity. He looks forward to that day. 
But while he is alive, he is living for the sake of Christ and enduring everything, even suffering, for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. That doesn't mean that Paul is saving people through his suffering. It means that as he suffers, people see his suffering and are willing to ask why. Why is he suffering? Why would he endure this? What message, what truth would be so great that he's willing to suffer for its sake? And the answer to that is the truth named Jesus Christ. And that's where salvation is found. It's found in Jesus drawing people to himself and saving them by his spirit through the proclamation of the gospel. And the way he draws people sometimes is through the example of other Christians. In fact, I'd say that's the primary way he draws people. It's as we are faithfully following Jesus Christ, as we're honoring him with our lives, no matter what we face, God is glorified and Jesus uses our suffering to draw others towards himself. You know, this is one of the things that we've been praying about Ukraine. We've been praying that the example of faithful suffering in the face of persecution, would draw people to Jesus Christ. This is something that happened before. Way back in Acts chapter 8, we see that the church of Jesus Christ was persecuted and they went out among the nations. And when they did, out of their persecution and out of their suffering, they proclaimed the gospel and many were saved. Now, of course, not every Ukrainian who is being persecuted for their ethnicity, for their nationality, for being Ukrainian, Not everybody is a Christian, but we do know that like 70-something percent of the Ukrainian people are Christians. And as they're going out, what we're praying is that their example of faithful suffering would so impress the nations that they are going into that people would be drawn to Jesus Christ. He can use our suffering for good. That doesn't mean we seek out suffering. And it doesn't mean we excuse the actions of those who caused the suffering, right? This is really important. Paul is not here saying that those who have arrested him and who have put him in this cell and who are causing his suffering, he's not saying that that's a good thing that they're doing. He's not excusing the sin. Rather, he's saying he's willing to endure the suffering because God can use even that for his glory, for the, for the growth of the kingdom and for the salvation of souls. That's how powerful our God is. He can use the worst things that are happening to us for the sake of others, that they might be saved in Christ Jesus. And so Paul, knowing this, says, I'm willing to endure it. I'll go through whatever this world throws at me for the sake of Christ and for the sake of the elect. I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. Do you live that way? Considering every part of your life, thinking through it and saying, I'm willing to do all of this for the sake of others knowing Jesus Christ. Are you willing to live in the small ways for him, 
Paul's talking about persecution and suffering, these big things, right? But the reason he's able to endure everything for the sake of the elect in the really painful, difficult things is he was willing to do it in the small things. The way you hold yourself at work, the way you interact with your family members and friends, the way you spend your week, the way you're going to spend St. Patrick's Day, is it lived in a way that gives glory to Christ and is for the sake of the elect. Here's the thing. We don't know who's a follower of Jesus Christ and who's not. We don't know who's watching. But your example today might be the example that God uses to draw someone to Christ that they might obtain salvation. It's pretty remarkable, right? Are you living in a way that is an attractive example of following Jesus Christ in the small things as well as in the big things? It's a hard question, but one that I think we all should be pondering. Let's pray together. Father, we pray for your help. Would your spirit help us to live for Christ in the small ways, in small things, to prepare us for when the big things come? Paul was prepared to endure everything for the sake of the elect because he had been doing everything for their sake in the small things, not just the big things, not just when suffering came. God, that's convicting me even as I sit here how we carry ourselves in this world, the things we do, the things we say, does it draw people to Jesus? Help us to interrogate ourselves with that question. Am I doing all this for the sake of the elect and for the glory of God? Or am I not really thinking about it and just going about my day? Holy Spirit, help us with this. Challenge us, encourage us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for being with me today. We'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Goodwill Talk Daily.